Detailers. The entry-level coating game started in 2016 with Anyo Ceramic Coatings. With its unique single-layer composite technology, Anyo allows detailers to achieve greater levels of success faster. With an application cost under $15, the deepest gloss levels and ability to apply in under one hour makes Anyo perfect for daily drivers needing two years of protection. That's right, two years protection for under $15 per install. And because you're a listener, get an additional 15% off with code DETAIL15. So get the coding that launched the entry-level coding game while others are just now trying to change their game. Anyo Ceramic Coatings, available on the Detail Supply app. And remember to use the code DETAIL15 to save 15% off your purchase. Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain assassins started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude. And they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Paint Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Warning. This episode contains shop talk. That means some naughty words are going to be said. If that's not your cup of tea, just stop now and go listen to something a little more kid-friendly. Thank you. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. Y'all know who I am. Um, tonight, we've got Andrew. Um, Andrew, welcome. Appreciate hey, you being, being on the uh, the episode. Um, so, Andrew, man, let everybody know who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? Uh, my name is Drew, or Andrew Leakins. Um, my company is Divine Touch Detail. Uh, I'm based out of Tampa, Florida. I start. I, I live in Largo, but my company is kind of based out of Tampa for right now. Uh, I detail cars, boats, RVs, airplanes—you name it. Uh, I'm I'm a professional detailer, but I mean I, I'm an enthusiast <laughs> to some, I guess. Uh, but you know, I'm four and a half years into this, and you know, nice. I'm learning every day. That's awesome, man. It's it 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 surprises me all the time when I talk to everybody, like how. Um, you know, most, most everybody that I'm talking to hasn't really been in, in the game for that long. Um, you know, I mean, even the likes of Cormie and Bill Martin, some of those guys have only been doing it for five or six years. Um, so it always, 
always surprises me, man, because I always think everybody's just lifers. And yeah, so yeah, that's good, man. Um, so how, where, when did you get started then? So I mean, really, it it was like it wasn't really meant to be for me. I don't know. I just kind of fell into it. Okay. Uh, it all started. I was detailing for a guy five, you know, four, five, six maybe years ago, and uh, it was kind of a cover business for him or what have you. And he wasn't really working, but he was sending me out every now and then to detail some cars. I had had some experience detailing when I was younger, and I was just kind of doing what I knew. You know, he never really showed me anything per se. Right. And then uh, I went through some hard times. I found myself with my back against the wall, and like I told my wife, basically, I was going to start a company and we were going to start detailing cars and she thought I was kind of nuts. I spent the last little bit of our money on all of our supplies and crap, just junk from Home Depot and Lowe's and, you know, nothing fancy, just the crap that we all bitch about now when we're detailing cars. Right. <laughs> and um, I ran around and I was putting tire shine on people's dashboards <laughs> when they wanted it to shine. Like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, oh, wow. but I was detailing a homeless, literally living out of a hotel room with three kids and I was just washing cars to make do. You know, and it turned into every day I just wanted to do better than I did on the last job. Right. And right. I also I was giving stuff away, man. I was doing it for 20, 40, 60 bucks. Like whatever I could pass I had yeah. to, you know, whatever it made money to pay for the room tonight and put right. food on our table. Um and eventually I started realizing like shit, my time's actually worth money. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. <laughs> people people keep calling me, like I could actually ask them for money instead of just lowball myself. Right, right. And so I've blossomed. I mean, I've kind of grown over the years. I just kind of keep giving myself a raise is the way I see it. Um, now I'm up to kind of professional pricing in a way, but I'm still kind of cheap in my in my area, but I'm not I'm not breaking the bank on my end anymore. I'm, I'm making money now. I nice, guess. man. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of how we we all are, you know, and, and I mean, listen, when I started, I, I had left the car wash. So, you know, I was used to doing details for car wash prices, you know, like yeah. I was you know, $200 for a full detail, you know, buff and wax on the outside, you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and a full I interior. Putting, I was putting you rotaries know? on cars. I was shampooing for under right. 200 bucks, man. I was doing it all. My full right. detail was so, everything. Yeah. So, I mean, like I started real low. I mean, I was definitely one of those guys, you know, that we kind of bitch about, you know, that's out there doing ceramic coatings for four or $500 and, you know, doing, doing cheap shit. But, but I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, you got to exactly. you got to kind of like build your clientele and get your foot in the door. And and then, you know, I did exactly what, what you said, you know, like every year I was like, okay, like I'm getting busier. I've got people coming in. Like I need to bump my prices up a little bit, you know, and I would, yeah, I would bump them enough to where, you know, I wasn't scaring off the people I had, um, and I was bringing in new people and, and, you know, same thing like you, man. Now I feel like I'm, you know, at that professional level, um, that pricing level, I guess. Um, and, uh, so yeah, man, that's, that's cool. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that. Cause you know, um, Jason, Jason was actually, you know, Jason recommended me to, cause I was kind of scrambling. We, we had some, I kind of had the whole season, um, ready to go with all the guests and then there was one guest who uh, just when I reached out and said hey it's your turn um, they just never returned back to me and and I kind of kept asking so I was kind of scrambling and and I asked Bruno I was like dude who do you you know like recommend somebody like give me somebody and he recommended you because because of your story and and I know you just touched on a little bit um I mean, do you care to share any of that? I mean, how, you know, I mean, I think that might be, 
you know, a, a good thing for people to hear um, from where yeah, you, I mean, kind of where you started to where you got to kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can give you kind of a longer story version of it. You know, I try to keep it short and dry to, you yeah. know, make stuff simple. Um, yeah. No, literally, like I said, uh, I was, you know, working for a guy and shit went south and uh, I don't want to cuss too much on your program, but shit went south pretty much. And yeah. um, I found myself homeless. Like my girl was working at a, a restaurant at the time, um, waitressing. She was getting crappy money, crappy hours, and we just didn't have any savings. We were, you know, we had our, you know, nothing, nothing left and uh, took the last few hundred bucks. When I say a few hundred, we had like gotten to a hotel room and sold some of our shit and had like four hundred dollars. And I took wow. that money and I went to Home Depot and I bought some like some supplies and a cheap little vacuum. And I got on Facebook and I used to bitch at her every day. I was like, man, get off Facebook. Social media is a waste of time. Right, right. And I got on Facebook and I made a post on a buy here, sell here site here in Pinellas County and uh I kind of like I'm not super religious but I, I said my prayers and I, I went to sleep you know it's like you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be right she's either, she's either really gonna kill me tomorrow when there's no more money to pay for a room or somebody's gonna want their car clean tomorrow like <laughs> yeah. gonna make some money and it um it did I woke up and I had like it started off with like 20 or 30 likes and loves can you push that door closed sorry um I started off with like 20 or 30 likes and loves and a few people commenting and stuff like that and uh, that same post kind of just built up to like 300 likes and loves. And oh, wow. we, we actually worked 60 days straight. It's not even a joke. We worked like 60 days straight. We were packing up. We, she had a car and I had a car and we were loading up all of our kids and all of our belongings, what we had into these cars. And we were driving, trailing each other from job to job. I literally right. didn't even have a license. I, I was, I had just gotten out of jail for driving on my license suspended. I like our oh, backs wow. were against the wall. So like basically she was the follow car like no shit what we yeah. were doing we were doing legal activities but in illegal cars you know right, what I mean right yeah so we were driving around and basically we just kept doing that and uh, I drove around for a year straight with no license um, my tags were in my girlfriend's name thankfully you know and uh, I ended up getting my license every I was paying on it and getting my shit together I wasn't just like wasting my time right um, but we kept building man and so a customer actually is like hey you know you guys should be a business, you know, why don't you turn it into a business instead of keep just washing everybody's cars and hoping that something comes along. And right. I did, he showed me how to set up an LLC with sunbiz.org and it was way easier than I ever thought imaginable. <laughs> um, I didn't get insurance to start. So I started off as Drew the detailer. Um, okay. And like I said, I was kind of cheap, man. I, I didn't know the market. I didn't know the value of things and uh, no offense to anybody in my area, but it was my kids or, you know, you like who right. cares? Like at that point, like, I don't, uh, if you charge 300 for a detail and I just told somebody a hundred bucks, I'm sorry about your luck right now. As a yeah. detailer right now, when people do that, I get a little nerved at the same time. I don't know their story. So I don't try to bitch and complain. I exactly. do try to give people the guidance. Like, uh, so I, long story short to keep it going. We kept growing. We kept, we moved out of a hotel room. We stayed with a guy. This guy's name was Bruce. He had leukemia. He was the one who showed me, or Hodgkin's lymphoma, not leukemia. Oh, wow. Hodgkin's lymphoma. And he's uh, the one who showed me how to put together a business. And I, his friend died and I didn't want to move in. And I was like, I don't want to move in because your friend died. And he's like, no, look, dude, I'm sick. I need somebody here. You know, you and your wife and kids come stay here, get on your feet. And so we'd moved in and we were paying him rent like we would at a hotel. Right. And uh, for like four months, we were paying him. And right around uh, November, he's like, look, here's your money back. Go get a place to stay. And like, it was like breathtaking, wow. you know, dude, like really hooked us up. He's, he's passed away now, but Bruce Rosen is his name. He's out oh, from man. Ocala, Orlando area. Um, but he's a really cool guy, man. He saved our lives in that sense. And we got into a two bedroom apartment and I was still drew the detailer. 
I didn't know anything about like the state filing. You know, I was new in the state of Florida. I've never ran a business. You know, I was homeless guy a year and a half ago. And so yeah. I didn't file for my, my yearly filing. And uh, it was already so far gone. It costed like 700 bucks. My attorney friend was like, look, throw the Drew the detailer thing away. It was nice to get started with that. Come out with something a little more formal, a little more catchy that people want to think of as a business. Right. And, uh, you know, go get insurance with the extra money that you'd be spending to renew yourself. And so yeah, that's yeah. what kind of what I did. Um, I wouldn't even know half the shit I knew. Like Anthony Carrera is a local detailer here. I know you've had yep. him on the show before. Yep. Um, we kind of got like a, a little distance between ourselves. Like obviously he's a real professional. I'm not necessarily on his level, but he invited me into Paint Assassins. That's how I met Jason Bruno. And that's how I've advanced my career. So I don't want to say I owe it all to him, but I got a lot of respect for him, but also don't talk to him. But, uh, that's another situation for another time. Yeah. So I come into Pain Assassins and all I did was learn. So like at, when I joined Pain Assassins, I was still very cheap. I was still uh, not getting any money. And I've kind of grown like, you know, met different detailers. I went to an Angel Wax training event, um, literally had no money, didn't even really know a lot about Angel Wax. I just knew that it was a way to kind of rebrand myself as more elegant and more money and just right. you know, push myself. If I'm using a product that costs this much money, why does it cost this much money? And how can I profit from it by turning that information out to my customers and telling them why I'm using this better product or why I'm using these more high-end products versus Meguiar's from Walmart now, you know, because half these yeah. people really don't give a crap what we're putting on their car. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't know what you're of, using. Right. Most of them don't know. They have no clue. You know, it's just, you know, their their buddy was like, like, dude, you got to get ceramic coating on your car. You know, right. that's that's all they know. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's how I got like, so I didn't know what ceramic coatings were really. Uh, I just started doing them. I probably have less than 25, 30 coatings under my belt right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm a certified, um, I'm proud to be a certified coating installer for angel wax uh, using the Genesis lineup. Yep. Um, but that was, that was really my, um, that was my first coating. I got a hold of angel wax Genesis Giancarlo, uh, he gave me an opportunity. He's seen something in me at the first little training event on the products. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if they needed a space to fill or what, but they took my <laughs> money and they let me come to the Genesis thing. So I went ahead and went. Uh, both times that I went to Orlando, I kind of got my own little sob story there. Like the first time I went, it was at uh, Rohan Cole's, his place. Okay. Yeah. And I literally did like five cars on a Friday and I drove down there Friday night at like midnight. Like no shit had like a gun pulled on me as I was leaving my house. Like we, we don't cow. live in the best neighborhood. Yeah. So we were getting ready. To, I was getting ready to drive to Miami and I went to the store and I came back and I was unloading groceries and some young kid was shooting off the gun in the middle of the street. And I'm like, Hey, what are you doing, man? Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he spun around and he's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And pointed the gun at me and my daughter and me were outside getting groceries. It was kind of crazy. So like I, wow. an hour later, like I end up leaving and going to Miami and I didn't have no money. I just already spent the 600. It wasn't 600. It was like 250. I spent the money or whatever to go to that first training seminar. Yeah. And I wasn't going to back out of it. I wasn't going to lose my money. So I went ahead and drove down there. I had no sleep. And uh, I'm out there with like, again, true professionals. And these guys are talking about products that I don't even know. And they're like yeah. <laughs> doing things. And it's also like secretively like the, the breakout meeting with the Angel Wax Genesis products and all the lineup. Like, yeah, they didn't even have names for it yet. It was like numbered and like it was. Yeah, it no, was like I, I remember when shit. they were I remember when they were talking about it, because I think it was. What I mean, it was like right before SEMA 19 yeah. or right around SEMA 19. Yeah, I think it was before it 19. Even, SEMA, yeah, yes. It wasn't really out yet, but it was like out kind of ish yeah it was they yeah. were dropping hints and yeah, yeah i remember 
so like i went to that and i met some really cool uh detailers you know what i mean Giancarlo being one of them and yeah, he's uh, a good guy um rohan cole you know i actually look up to him and he's one who kind of in the in the training event he was like kept having me do stuff and i'm dog tired and i'd already worked you know what i mean i paid my right. money to come to this thing <laughs> and i'm like man this is not what i expected i do not want to be working right now and he keeps yeah. saying hey you do this you do that and uh truth be told prior to this event and i kid you not i'd never touched a rotary or i'd never touched a uh, dual action before okay i only used a rotary so oh, i buff wow. boats i buff cars um to be honest you know i didn't even really fully understand polishing and you know poly polishing things out right um there was plenty of cars right around town that i hologrammed up you know what i mean that i didn't yeah. know no better <laughs> in, the, in the time prior and uh that was like a turning point for me where like you know i kind of like oh shit you know I, first off i'm doing it wrong but so he put a dual action in my hand and he's like go, go ahead and do something and then this guy's like where where's your handlebars or something like that and it's just like oh it was all embarrassing pretty much <laughs> and uh, nice. he called me an enthusiast and i'm like man i'm i'm knocking down 25 30 cars a week i'm i'm a professional in my head you know what i mean right, but yeah reading yeah. that event i come back home you know and i sit down and i think about it and it didn't really butt hurt me too much but i was like you know i'm a professional ain't i you know what i mean and then i started yeah. looking at myself and started looking at things that you know, I'm doing versus others. And, you know, one of the bigger things to me was lowballing myself. Like, you know, right. I wasn't giving myself credit or the industry credit for its value. You know, this isn't the easiest job and it's very time consuming and it takes away from our families and it takes away yep. from, you know, freedoms and stuff like that. Um, not, not I've been that, lucky enough to the, the, the stress that you put on your body, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the damage that labor we, intense. You know, being, you know, being on your knees or being hunched over, or, you know, doing this, doing that, or, you know, breathing in all the fumes, you know, a lot of people don't, don't understand that and don't, don't realize, you know, that a lot of that has to do with why we charge so much. Absolutely, man. I mean, and I'm, I was feeling it. And from the very beginning, when I was charging too little, you know, my body was feeling it, but you know, now, yeah. especially charging more, the more I charge, the more I feel like I need to, to deliver, you know? Right. So now I put that even heavier stress on myself when I am charging 1500 for a job and people are actually paying it now. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never been the detailer who's like, Oh, I'll go ahead and do your ceramic coating for 400 bucks. And I was right. I'm not giving it away. I gave away one angel wax five-year coating for as, as at 800 bucks. And that was to kind of make my money back from the uh, event. Yeah. And ever since I did that first one and I seen how a labor intensive Genesis is and like, <laughs> like, if you don't know, you, you know, it's a great coating. I, I'm telling yeah. you right now, I don't, I don't knock any other coding company, but it is, it is an elite coating. It is definitely like yeah. high quality. I've, However, I've, heard it's, I've heard it's something different too. the way you lay it down, the way you take thick. it off. It, yeah. I'm just going to say it's thick, man. I mean, yeah. I, I've used other coatings and it's, they're easier and I almost feel like they're too easy versus right. Genesis, but also having, I have high end customers and being able to use the coating on certain things. I've seen it in real life conditions for over a year now. And like, it's, I believe it's going to last every day of five years, you know, and I'm right. one of the first people that's gotten to touch it. I haven't had to put toppers on it. I don't have to use anything in yeah my biggest thing i don't say all that to like talk up angel wax at all i love angel wax but i say all that because i'm trying to stick up for myself you know and if yeah. i put my name on something as a company it's got to do what i say it does you know there's oh, yeah, another sure. there's other brands and i've used the igl marine man and I, i've had customers already having you know their boats rehaze and do different things oh, and, wow. you know i'm not talking about igl it could always be uh, user error and stuff yeah. like that but I, I got to be able to sell what I'm selling. Otherwise I'm so small, it'll cripple me. You know, I haven't been yeah. doing this 30 years where I have that many people that'll stand up for what I say. I got to make sure that I'm protecting myself. Like, and I got to 
so right again i mean one so myself not my product you know that's right. what, that's what everybody says but that's really what i do is i right. push the one, product i tell you what one I'm bad doing. one bad review or one bad you know whatever for for small you know small guys like us is yeah. is you know make or break us so you know kind of um yeah because because you know i, I remember us saying back you, you know one one negative experience um that person's gonna tell 10 people yeah one positive experience that person's not gonna tell anybody yeah you know they tell one person maybe yeah you know but yeah, yeah. Or they tell it and one person heard it and, you know, but if they tell the negative experience, 10 yep. people are, their ears are wide open and burning right. for that negative yep. story. Exactly. You know, drama is the highest, you know, rated thing in our country yep. right now. Anything yeah. dramatic is going to draw all the eyes. Yeah. So I so, try to kill them with kindness. You know, I, I probably should have a couple bad reviews by now, but some people, <laughs> some situations, situations actually worked out in the process of that bad review that they right. probably can't say much for themselves. Like they were being a jerk or they were being a douchebag that yeah. they got, they got a rise out of me where I got an attitude with them, but they can't write it out and formally tell somebody that I was the actual asshole because they usually took part in it some way, you know what I mean? Right, like right. So they lied about their story before I got there and I still tried to help them and yeah. they were disappointed in the outcome. And I'm like, it was a shit show when we started. What do you want me to do? <laughs> exactly. So with the um the Genesis is that I mean do you, are you using Angel Wax products across the board or? So I started to yeah so um yeah. with all like again I I don't want to talk negative about any companies and IGL is uh, great yeah, I use I a lot of their products yeah I haven't bought any more IGL coatings I still have some I'm you know pushing them I have you know when I get rid of them yeah. I'm probably not going to use that much more of them until I get more versed in ceramics you know until I have a higher need for it right um going forward you know because i've played with those two and i've i've been i've played with three or four others that you know are different names you know um whatever and i just don't like them like i do actually like the genesis like maybe it's because i'm hard-headed as hell and i like difficult stuff right but, uh <laughs> you know genesis like i said i know when i when i'm wiping it off of a vehicle the way you got to take it off and how it how it's bonding to the paint you know and how it rejects from the paint and so on and so right. forth um, I really believe that 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 coating is sticking to my surface for a long period of time. Right. I've put it on a few boats now, and um, in place of like I've sold it as like a two-year coating, and I put the five-year coating on there. And I mean, <laughs> if, they might not call me back. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you know, I because like, I mean, not because it didn't look good, because like it doesn't haze up. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Boats are also a pain in the ass, man. You could you can polish the crap out of a boat and if with neglected situations they just haze right back up it's sun it's oxidation it eats away yeah and gel, gel, gel coat reacts differently than yeah. than clear coat does and all that stuff yeah no 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 i, I mean listen i've been around long enough i've done my fair share of boats <laughs> i just just don't don't try to do them as much anymore it you know it's it's funny um i gotta give tommy a lot of credit um with how he's built the angel wax brand and everything because we were we were talking about it on the uh the the birthday bash podcast the other night um it was not done by by any means intentionally but i told tommy we've talked with more or we've had more angel wax installers on this podcast than any other brand like period like not even just coding brands just brands period um and it was kind of funny because i i was messaging him last night because um uh rudy 
I don't know if you caught the Rudy episode. Rudy's over in uh, Scotland. Um, and Rudy's really close with like um, uh, John and Matt. Uh, hey, John Hogg and Matt Yates or what have you. Yeah, yeah. So, so Rudy was asking me if I'd be interested in having, um, talking with Matt. And, uh, and I was like, nah, man, we had too many angel wax installers on here, you know? And he's like, okay, cool, man. And I'm like, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, uh, but I, I had messaged Tommy and I was like, dude, I just met Matt, um, you know, trying to get him on the podcast. And he's like, holy crap. So Tommy was like, dude, what Ooh. you said the other night, was that true? And so I said, yeah. So, you know, like I started listing off all the, the guests that I've had that are, that are angel wax installers. Yeah. Um, and then I got, you know, like I sent that to him and he's like, holy cow. And I was like, oh, wait, hang on a second. I'm talking to Drew tomorrow night. <laughs> he, was awesome. like, yeah. he was like, Damn, I'm sorry man. I missed that. I was actually doing an Angel Wax Genesis install. So that's funny. No, um, no, I was cool, working man. my butt off on that black Jeep. I haven't like, nice. and I haven't even got half my work posted. I've been working my ass off trying to catch up from my slow time. Yeah. But, uh, man, yeah. Like I, I, the group of guys from Angel Wax that I've gotten to meet, I actually got to meet John Hogg and he's, he's nice. actually a really cool character. And if you get to see him and meet him, uh, I feel like it's genuine. Like his his scientific knowledge of the products is genuine. Right. It's not, you know, sometimes I can meet a customer and I feel like I can blow a little smoke. You know, and I can I yeah. can talk myself up or I can take this situation and make myself look real knowledgeable. That guy is real knowledgeable. You know, he yeah. knows yeah. The, <laughs> he knows what he's putting in these products and what they're intentionally supposed to do. Right. So going to that meeting him and then him explaining the products and then even other guys talking about what the products do. Um, it's a great product line. It's a great group of guys. Um, yeah. but again, it's, you know, their, their quality is up there. I mean, bar none, they're definitely one of the higher end companies. A lot of their products might be expensive for what you're using them for, especially if you're doing volume, right. but less is more with a lot of their stuff too. So you can use a tiny bit and stretch it a long ways and yeah. it's still doing its job. The group of installers that I'm certified with, I feel like I'm, you know, in the bottom tier of these guys, because Again, when you look at some of the names, I, I don't want to sit here and brag about them all. You know, I don't know half these guys, you know, in person, but, you know, it's a good list of guys and some like top notch names, people who are oh, yeah. considered like, you know, world class detailers. You know, you look at Cormie or Giancarlo and stuff like that. I think Rain yeah. Albertson, he's another certified installer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see some of these guys, man, they're they're high quality work, dude. And like they know what they're doing. And, yeah, you know, I, they definitely know more than I do. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. not ashamed to say that, you know, but I, I'm learning, you know, and I'm not. I try to ask as little questions as possible so I don't look stupid sometimes, but I, you know, I also, I also got to learn, you know, like there's, I, I bump my head and I, I keep hitting my head on the wall and finally yeah. I break through, you know, it's, but no, and it's, it's a cool I think group it's, to be with, man. I'm right. really proud I think to be a part of that. I think it's important to ask the questions, man. Cause I think, you know, that's the thing with this industry that I've learned, um, you know, even go back to my car wash days is, you know, every year a new car comes out a new type of paint comes out, a new type of yeah. whatever comes out. So it really doesn't matter. I mean, you can be, you know, the Cormies, the Giancarlos, the, the Knoxes, yeah. the, the yeah, whatever, Knox, yeah. um, you know, those guys are still learning, you know, I'm still learning every day um, I as, I, as, I, as I go along. So, you know, don't, don't get too down on yourself, you know, thinking, you know, you, you don't want to ask the, the question the right way. Um you know, or whatever. I, I, you know, it's man, the well, knowledge is out there. And, and the cool thing, too. the cool thing about being in, in PA is you're not going to get a shit answer. Right. You know, so I well, mean, and, if you do it, it's not that harsh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, it's usually good fun, rising, you know, joking around, but that's the one thing that, that I, that I appreciate, right? Because I know if I ask a question, you know, in that group and maybe in a couple others, um, I'm going to get, you know, a legitimate answer, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a and, and maybe, answer, yeah. right. And maybe multiple answers, you know, some, somebody's way of doing it might not fit the way that I do it, but somebody's, you know, way will, um, yeah, you'll definitely, you can end up with alternative alternatives or even a new way to get things done. Yep, so, I mean, it's exactly, in fact, you know, fact, I also even I jumped mean, on not... here. I had one of my buddies messaging me about GM paint and I'm like black, black GM paint on top of that. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I haven't done a black GM car in forever, man. Go message Cormy. <laughs> like, right? he'll, he'll tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I guess, you know, I'm still learning myself. So it's not that I'm too bashful to like ask for help but i'm like all right i got i, I i'm like a, a troubleshooter or a problem solver like gotcha. i got to figure it out for myself in a sense not yeah that's where like um but i also waste time like that too and i yeah. like it's the job that i get at the shop you know if you give me a car at the shop i'm dissecting it i'm 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 chasing every damn swirl i'm definitely yeah. not, you're getting way more than you paid for trust me you know what i mean right. and but I'm learning and I'm, I'm like, I'm still educating myself. So I'd hate to sit here and act like I'm like the best. Cause I'm not, you know, I'm far from it, but I feel really good at what I do. And I, yeah. I do think that I'm a good detailer. I do think that like, I am, I'm up there with some guys too. You know, I'm not like trying to say that uh, he or her or anybody is less than or greater than, you know, anything, but I do see a lot of these guys and girls out there who are like, I got a mad respect for them. Cause I know I'm in, I'm in the trenches, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> I know it. It's it's a job, you know. Like you see, like uh, the Bakers. I got a lot of respect for them both too. But like Megan yeah. Baker gets out there, she works on them boats, yep. dude. Like I, I got a lot of respect for that girl because my wife does that same damn thing and she works her ass off. Like, yeah, and we and feel listen, it in our backs and our legs and our right. Know, there's this certain... is a, by the way. Let me say that real quick too. Uh -huh. First and foremost, like my, my wife has been there from the very beginning. I don't stress that enough. Like she's a part of this business. She's nice you know, a great part of this business, you know, we fight and get stressed out because we work together so much, but okay. um, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we're at. You know, it, our income is both of us together. She doesn't have a side job. You know, she, she's went and done other things a few times, but in the end result, I always need her to help me keep this business going and growing. So like, she is a huge part of it. And you see couples like the Bakers and a lot of other, uh, you know, detail families out there. Right. I, I respect it because we know how it is. We bring our kids on jobs and we, we got to stress each other out and we got to go through a lot. That's to get good, man. success, man. And I think yeah. that's what we're all striving for success. You know, we just want to make ourselves proud at the end of the day. Right. No, no. And, and, you know, going back to what you were saying is, you know, I've, I've said it a bunch of times. I mean, this is just moving a machine up and down and back and forth. You don't have to, you know, be a, be a brain scientist, you know, or whatever. But you'd be surprised, man. I mean, I don't know how many there, helpers you've had, but you get some people behind the machine and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, like that's that's true. It's um, not a, it's not that know, hard. I know, I know there's some I know there's I know there's some real like chemistry and thought behind a there lot is. of it. You know, and that's there and is that's, skill to it. You know, it really right, is knowing the, thing, the difference. Right. That's the thing I talk um oh man, I I think we might have been talking with david patterson or whatever because he was like going in the whole breakdown of like you know pads and chemicals and how they work together and this and that and i was like i was like dude i just put my four dots on there and i go to town and <laughs> like that you know only like there's no thought process you know whatsoever for me i just i know what works for me i know how to i know how to manipulate it to make it work um 
so no, I don't, I don't take anything away from the people that are, that are absolute brainiacs and, and, and yeah. understand how everything breaks down and, and does. But I but, want to, I want yeah, to I, listen, I, I do too. Eventually one day, some, you know, somebody will, somebody will teach me or, or no, no, I'm me. craving it now. Like I, like I already, uh, I've, I've had somebody at the shop recently uh-huh. and uh, he was staying there and I told him, I was like, listen, when I'm detailing cars and I have my DA going, like, I hear beyond the motor of the DA. And, like, I, I'm sure he thinks I'm blowing smoke. But, like, right. like, I'm literally, like, I'm I'm invested in what I do, like, very much. And, like, I listen and I can hear the pads, like, scuffing the surface and the sand moving beneath the pad. Like, you can kind of hear it at times. You know, a lot of people might have their headphones on and different stuff like that. But when you have your machine running at a five or a six and you're on a smooth surface and, you know, it's already yeah. smooth, you're just kind of filing it down. You can hear the grit to the machine, like you can yeah. hear it, and I like I like to be in tune with it. I want to know why, why what compound is best for this, like, and I want to, and I'm, my mind, like I don't I don't write down a like literally I haven't I have not had in like a address book or a schedule in like two years because I just oh, wow. remember every like and this is not no joke like I remember every detail I remember where I'm supposed to be and what I tell the people. Wow. But I, I mean, check it out though. I text and I I text and write down little notes for me and the customer to where there's no issues or yeah, no confusion. Yeah. So that's a big help, right? You know, always yeah, because you could always go back and, and exactly look at the flip back to it. So I'm not like super psychic, but I mean, I have my own pattern, but I, I also remember where I've been and what I've done. So I remember right. what products don't work for me in what situations like, oh my God, I've done this boat and it was a pain in the butt or I've worked on this paint and it's, you know, working on old paint, working on new paint. I haven't done it all yet, but what I have done, I can remember. So next right. time I do a, a 62 Mustang, I'm going to remember that it's probably got some hardener in this aftermarket paint job or something like that. Cause the last one I did, I couldn't touch it. You know what I mean? Like oh, none wow. of them scratches were budging. I had yeah. to like dig with it with, with the rotary, you know what I mean? To get it. Right, right. So, um, but I'm learning still, you know, I'm still learning. There's so much I don't know that I got to remember shit and keep going. Right. No. And that's good because, you know, I'm bad at that, man. Like I, I, you know, I might remember a couple of cars back, um, but I mean, I was messaging with uh, uh, Nick Mucci um, earlier because he he posted up, I think it was in Paint Assassins or whatever, um, an orange uh, Lotus um, Evora. I think I might and, have seen that. Uh, and, he, and he was asking, you know, like, how's the paint on it or whatever? And everybody was kind of giving the thing. And so I sent him a message of the... Uh, the like nardo gray color i don't i don't i don't think lotus calls it nardo gray but whatever i think yeah i seen you did one a while back didn't you yeah yeah it was like two years ago and i was like dude it was you know it was easy peasy um and and he was like you know was a hard paint or soft paint and i'm like dude i don't know it was two years ago <laughs> like, you know, i don't remember you know you know and so like i don't and again so like i don't really get or know every single thing either i'm not a freaking genius you know um yeah I, I know how it's harder or soft because of the way it's cutting for me, but I couldn't tell you why it's hard or soft or what's you know inside yeah. of that paint and w why they're all like that, you know, but I know that when I'm cutting at it, all right, this shit ain't cutting and this is, yeah. you know, or yeah. when it's so soft that when I'm trying to wipe it or even do a final wipe before coating, they're like, scratches. I'm micro marring the door yeah. and I'm pulling hair out. As you can see, I'm already receding. So I, mean, yeah. I don't need to do that too much more. <laughs> so uh, it's like, you know, Hey man, you know, I'm learning too. I, I can't tell you a rhyme or reason why I guess, I, I get that some of these guys like want questions. Like I asked one about the Ferrari the other day, you know, yeah. and people were like, Oh, just buff it and just do this. And I'm like, well, I would have done that, but I just wanted to make sure that in yeah. case there was a reason I shouldn't, this is why I'm asking, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not Ferrari, asking because I Ferraris are I, typically scared to put a buffer soft. on it. Yeah. They're soft paint. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what, that paint and, is very soft. Yeah. And they're usually got crazy pigtails. Yeah, it's it was defective. And, and the holograms in them and everything. Um, the last one that I did was the Portofino I did like two years ago. Um, and uh, it was brand new. It had 14 miles on it. Guy, guy drove it from the dealership to my shop, said, I'm going to Chicago for a week. Have fun. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, so I was like, sweet, man, this thing's brand new. Like, it'll be good. And and for the most part, it was. I mean, it had some some uh, holograms in it. Um, and then I got to the painted deck that closes up over when you put the hard top down and it closes yeah. back up. And I'm like, man, that's going to be the easiest part because it's under there. Man, that was the part that had the most sanding pigtails. Yeah. That little section of paint probably took me an hour, hour and a half to cut down the pigtails um, from where, you know, the last minute, you know, hit it with hit it with some sanding and just did a quick polish on it and sent it out the door on the truck, you know, on the on the boat kind of deal. Um, so yeah, they're 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 typically soft. Um, so yeah. so let me ask you um you know it seems like you're uh you know really really trying to you know obviously trying to learn trying to figure things out um what are some things that you're looking forward to to trying to learn in the future whether it you know just figuring it out on your own or going to trainings or something like that um so like you know i was supposed to actually go to an aviation training um so yeah I was supposed to go to an aviation training back in January for IGL or what have you. And okay, yeah, I decided not to go. Um, life and money didn't allow me to go. And then a little right. uh, politics kind of steered me away from it. But um, I still want to keep learning. I still want to go to like aviation trainings. I want to get uh, I want to get with Marcus Parsley of IGL Coatings and Learning Clips. Um, I don't really have negative things to say about IGL. Like I said, I'll still use some of their coatings. I still want to right. learn other coding companies and what they have to offer. Um, you know, I, I just want to get formally acquainted with a lot of different industries i'm trying to grow my business um on several different fronts i want to be able to offer coatings like the in-home coatings and stuff like yeah. that that i see guys doing on countertops and refrigerators and you know all that kind of stuff and i i advertise for that in a sense when i speak to my customers and i explain to them the different things that we could possibly do um i just want to keep using products i just want to keep learning and growing i want to network with more people but like I said, I, I a lot of people that do know me know that I work my butt off like nonstop. It right. doesn't mean that I'm rich, but it means that like I've kept growing my business to where I'm that busy. I've made good money good the past thing. few years and I just keep reinvesting in myself. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good. But, uh, you we're know, I just keep reinvesting using, in myself. Yeah, we're only I using keep, odd. We're only using. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I didn't mean that. But, you know, I keep reinvesting in myself. You know, I just keep putting the money back into the business and it keeps growing. I'm at the point where I need help. I've needed help a few times, but we just can't find like the right person. You yeah. know, unfortunately I, I invested some time into a guy. I thought it was going to work out. It didn't. We went a little bit of time without anybody. Cause it was just kind of like a sourness for a little bit there. Like you invested right. all that time and it didn't work out. Um, but I'm just kind of interested in keep growing. I want to network. I want to, you know, I, I'm not actually an unfriendly person, but I've kind of got the uh, reputation, I guess, by some guys where I'm not super friendly, okay. but I just work so much. I don't have any time that like, right. I, you know, I'm, I am on a time frame where like, I am trying to get home to my kids every day. Like people yep. think, you know, probably that I work nonstop and I don't you know want to be with my family. No, I get out like usually late in the day. I don't get usually started sometimes till nine o'clock or nine 30. Cause I get all my kids set up for school or off to school or wherever they That's need good. to be. 
Um, and then I got to, I got to bust ass and get all my stuff done. And then usually I got to stop somewhere in my day and take somebody somewhere, or do something yep. like else or something. Um, so it's never like a full, it is always a full day, but it's always yeah. like there's somewhere you got to be, you know, I always got to, there's a meeting uh, that has to go on here. Listen, I, I everything for that. I get it, man. I mean, uh, you know, you got kids. You I, got I kids? do. I have a, I have a daughter. I have an 11 year old daughter and, and she's in middle school this year, which for some reason, middle school is the only like elementary school starts early. High school starts early. Elementary school starts late. Um, so a lot of times I, I end up taking her. So then I'm, I'm like you, right? Like I drop her off at nine. So, or actually like nine fifteen, nine twenty. Yeah, so I don't get yeah. to the shop till yeah, nine, nine like 45. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't start the day until like almost 10. Um, and then there's a lot of times where, um, uh, with her cheer, um, you know, my wife can't get off early enough to be able to go pick her up from school at four o'clock and take her to chair five. So then I've got to stop my day at three three thirty to be able to get to school and get her and take her to cheer um so you're right you know i mean thankfully those are the days that for me that are usually you know i've got i've got codings booked right so you know it doesn't really matter if i if i take off early um you know on a monday or whatever because that's usually the first day of coding day i've got the car for three days so it's not a big deal as long as i'm done coding it by sometime Tuesday to where I can deliver it on Wednesday, you know, not a big deal. So well, I, MC, listen, I, I totally get it, man. I, well, know. and I do that too, but I also, I'll, I'll, I'm guilty of overextending myself. I got that. I was texting you earlier, kind of said that, you know, um, that's how I capitalize on the situation. You know, a lot of, like, right. I, I made a post today, actually, uh, coincidentally about people like complaining because I can't get in for same day details. I don't mind the same day detail if I have the time, but if yeah. I don't have the time, you can't be mad at that. Like, right, right, exactly. booked it. But, um, you know, that's how I make money is like, you know, if I've already made 500 bucks for the day and somebody wants to come in at four o'clock and they want a detail, then I'm going to charge them, you know, premium. And if they pay right. it, they pay it. If they don't pay it, then I'm going home. You know what yeah. I mean? But Not oftentimes bad. they'll come in and they'll pay it and I'll work late or, or I'll do that. like what you're saying. Like I'll stop in the middle of the day. My daughter will have, you know, this or my you know, yeah. son will have an appointment or somebody will have to be somewhere and uh, it'll get me back to the shop or back start, you know, since we've had a shop, it'll get me back to the shop, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. And then again, I'm, I'm out there chasing my swirls and, you know, yeah. you know trying to get every scratch on a job or the customer probably doesn't see half the crap that I'm working out. You know what I mean? And I'm just killing myself because I'm thinking, Oh no, if I lock this into this Genesis, you know, it's right. my, it's got my name on it. You know yep. what I mean? I don't want, and then like I but said, that's, well, but that's kind of how we are as detailers, yeah, right? So like, be, like, yes. like, you know, you sold it to the client. Like, look, I, it, we're only going to get 75% defects out. Right. Yeah. But, but when you're in it, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to yeah, do the whole thing. I'm like, perfect. You know, I'm the best. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do my, I can't do my walk around and have one little something that somebody's going to be like, Oh, you left a spot or you missed a spot. And, you know, and you try to tell them like, well, it wasn't a full detail. And they're like, yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, cause that's the thing is look, so it's funny you say that because that's, that's my outlook is, even though the customer, and I, you know, I'll tell them, Hey, it's a one step or a two step, you know, yeah. they're going to come back thinking, Oh, well, he's going to get everything. Like he's right. going to, it's going <laughs> to, and then, so when you deliver it and they're like, Oh, well, why is this scratch still here? Why is this yep. still here? I'm like, well, remember now what it looked like before you ever paid anything, you know, yeah, like exactly. Remember when you drove it here and it looked like crap still like, <laughs> right. This, like I can show you the videos of how much is actually gone, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'll show you like, the, oh, oh, just I'll show you the, the car. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
Um, what kind of, what are some things that you like doing, um, outside of, uh, detailing, like any hobbies or whatever? Oh, I mean, like I said, uh, currently I'm a workaholic, but I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> when, when I'm not, when I'm not being like crazy with my work schedule, yeah, I actually like to spend time with my kids. We go to the beach a lot or nice. we go to the park or stuff like that. We had Bush Gardens passes for, uh, you know, a season and a half up until COVID. Yeah. So we were going to Bush Gardens like every other weekend or at least one weekend a month, we were dipping out to Bush Gardens um we stopped because of covid it was just you know, we bought a swimming pool we have a pool in our backyard now so um nice. we haven't went swimming yeah it's just one of those yeah. we got it we got the pool like a week before the price is tripled on swimming pools like oh, wow. however that worked out <laughs> so um but we just got one of those above ground like four foot pools and, yeah. and they haven't swim in it all, all of winter if you want to call it that yeah well it's, um, so, i mean listen let's let's face it i like I sports mean, people- People are like, oh, it's Florida. It's still, it's still, it's still warm. cold. Yeah, it's dude. still warm. You know, but but they don't understand the water is cold. <laughs> like, oh no, it's still cold to me. You know, I'm yeah. from Indiana. Like, and, and I, I'm I'm a Floridian now. I've lived here most of my life. I'm from Indiana, right. but uh, it's cold, dude. Like, I walk outside, especially when I work around cars and we're working outside. Yeah, I'm wet and cold. Like, it sinks yeah. into your bones. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a know, 32 year old old man. It's it's funny because because Bruno came out on the the podcast of, I forget which one we were on but we were talking about cold and uh and he was wearing his hoodie and I'm like dude you're from Boston like you should be the, you should be and he's like man he's a like I'm a, of cold. I'm a Floridian now like uh, like it's a I different kind of cold though dude it really is because Boston. your body's so acclimated to the warmth and the heat that now yeah. when you get when you get that cold Florida cold dude it's like you're in Chicago or something like that and the wind's blowing and it's like yeah. 32 it's, degrees it's, it's that hum- it's that humidity cold it's got that, yeah. that wetness to it There's, yeah. exactly it's like yeah. in your bones there's moisture in your bones I, I think yep. you know <laughs> exactly Seriously. um so who are some people that you look up to in the industry, whether they're, they're mentors or, or just people that drive you to, to, you know, keep pushing you to do better kind of thing. Oh, on, on the, on the cheap side of it, I'll actually say like everybody, like everybody, even the crappy guys, even, even guys who maybe I don't, I don't have any crappy guys to speak of, but even the guys who maybe aren't doing things the best way, everybody drives me to be better. Everybody watching other people succeed, watching other people do a good job and take care of their customer. That's yeah. what I want to do. You know, the guys who are doing shit work, you know, that's what I want to stay away from um, right. individually. Um, yeah. Like I said, I look up to, um, I look up to, I'll say Nathan Warren. I know that's probably not a popular name to some people for whatever reason. I don't talk to him much myself, but I look up to Nathan Warren. He's a hell of a stand-up detailer. He been doing it a long time. Yeah. I look up to uh, Giancarlo a lot. You know, I don't talk to him as much anymore. But, uh, you know, I look up to him. I think that he's very intel- and very intelligent, not just yeah. in detailing, but like in business mind. He's, he's smart. I look up to Rohan Cole. Um, I look up to uh, Anthony Carrera a little bit. Like I said, I already name dropped him once. Like I kind of yeah. look up to him, you know, got some little personal beefs with the guy in a sense. But, you know, it's because we're, we're neighborly. You know, we live close to each other, you know, business wise and, you know, realistically, like live close to each other. Um there's a few detailers like uh, who doesn't like the Chris Cormies and the Aaron Noxus? You know, I hate to be like, you know, those you guys are like the celebrities. You're a damn good detailer yourself. I mean, thank you. To me, uh, I also like uh, Mel Craig, you know, a guy, he's he's like ancient, you know, to me, he's like he, a yeah. longtime detailer out there in California, lives out in Huntington, Huntington Beach, which to me, like, screams like old school detailer, you know what I mean? Right, Living right. out on the beach, washing yeah, cars yeah, and shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he looks like it too. Um, but I don't know any, I don't hardly know much of these people too personally. I've only got to meet a few. So, uh, you right. know, 
Jason Bruno is, I look up to in a sense for he's created this group, you know, that uh, has actually become something. You know, some people are going to talk shit and say, that's ah, just a group, but he's uniting some people and he's, he's brought some really intelligent minds to one place. Yeah. You know? Listen, so, listen, man, it's, it's more than, you know, I, we keep telling them all the time. It's, it's more than a group. It's a brand, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, listen, definitely. when you, when you got Rennie Doyle wearing your, wearing, wearing your t-shirts, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I think you, I think you've gotten somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I said, I mean, there's there's bigger names and people like that. Like I look up to. Like I mean, I don't know. Uh, I know that Jonathan uh, Lusso guy or whatever Lusso's um, out there in Vegas. Oh, you know, oh John John Jay John Jay yeah, Martinez. Jonathan Jay, yeah. that's Martinez. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't I don't hardly know him. I know him, you know, through some like mutual friends on Facebook kind of thing. But dude, I mean, he's he's got a beautiful shop. He's you know doing you know numbers from the looks of it. You know, I yeah. respect. That's the kind of detailing I'm trying to get to. But I respect every detailer, everybody, you know, like in a sense, like you're out there getting it. If you suck, then you suck, get better, you know, like real talk. Yeah. But if you're if you're out there and you're not trying to get better, then I probably don't have no respect for you. But if you're trying to get better and you want to learn, I mean, we've all been there and I'm still learning every day. So I don't think much less of the next guy for having to learn. Um, yeah. but I got respect for everybody, man. There's nobody like even the people who I dislike or we have little beefs like there's nobody who. I want to see anything bad happen to. I don't want to see anybody lose their business. I don't want to see anybody have negative reviews. Right. I don't want to see anybody's coding fail on them, no matter who you use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if you're doing no, shit work, then you probably shouldn't be in this industry, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's true. But I, you know, like, listen, I, I you know, I tell my buddies a lot, you know, I, you know, again, like I said earlier, I mean, we, we all had to start somewhere, you know? I mean, I think, I think a lot of detailers, once they get to a, you know, what they think is a certain level, then they, they become snobs to the, you know, the guys that are doing the $25 hand washes and, you know, the, the four or $500 coatings, um, you know, which, you know, look, you know, you got to look at it as, you know, I, I forget who said it one time, you know, but I mean, that $25 wash guy, you don't know what he's going through, man, you know, and, you know, same situation that, that you were in, you know, I mean, you got to, you got to get what you got to get um you know for the day and, and he might be able to make a hundred dollars doing four cars um that he's not gonna be able to get that hundred dollars anywhere else you know yeah true um and on the other side of it i feel like there there needs to be those people right because not everybody's gonna pay our prices yeah so i mean no, the, yeah i mean you, you gotta know, i feel like you know especially if you're starting out, you don't know what the value of yourself is. You know, you just think of it as you're just washing cars. You don't yeah. think of it like uh, I'm detailing and I'm this like high end janitor. No, like you just think of it like you're washing cars. Like, you know, yeah. uh, you, you, once you start doing it and you start feeling like, you know, you're pouring your heart and your soul into this and you learn what you're doing and you understand that there's ways to do it wrong and ways to do it right. Then you yep. start seeing that, okay, to be in business in general, if for any company to stay in business, I have to be profitable. I have to make money at this. And you get away from doing the $25 details because you feel like if I'm going to be in business for myself, why would I make, you know, help her employee, you know, kind of pay. I, I should be making right. like a business owner kind of pay. You know, I started off true story. Like I was making 150, 200 bucks a day to $300 a day to my daily quota in my head became $500 a day. Um, and now right. my number in my head is 750. Like I try to make $750 a day. Nice. So that's one reason why I am outside of my house as much as I am, because I'm trying to make 750 a day. Um, not every day am I going to do that. Some days I'll make, make two, 300 bucks still. Fuck it, you know, but right. most days, you know, there's days where I've made $1,500 a couple days this year and I've made it all in one day. So right. um, there's days too where I bid a $1,500 job and I want it for four days. So, I mean, you have to, 
average those two you know fuckeries up you know but right exactly yeah i don't have no judgment for you know anybody on any side of the scope you know i'm i'm not the most expensive guy even my coatings my five-year coatings i'm starting at 1250 depending on the situation and what they want done but in my market it's oversaturated too there's a lot of guys in this area um more and more every day are ceramic coating and you know, some people are ruining the name for customers. They don't even know what to expect and they're getting crap. Right. And then it's hard for me to sell. I, I'm not trying to underprice myself. I'm going to spend 12 to 18 hours doing a damn coding. Like I won't pay for that. Right. And and it's the same way over here, you know, and, and listen, I mean, the way I kind of look at it is, you know, I only, I only really want to do one coding a week, you know, take up three days. I can charge yeah. anywhere from 1500 to $2,000. It gives me a couple other days to make a, you know, another three, four, 500 bucks, 700 bucks or whatever um, kind of deal. Um, and I mean, you boil that all down. That's, that's 52 cars. I, I just yeah. need 52 cars, you know, f- or 52 coatings, you know, cars to come in for coatings. So that leaves plenty for all the other detailers out there. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's plenty to go around. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, it's getting oversaturated. And of course now, you know, ceramic is the new wax, um, you know, so everybody's doing it, you know, whether they good at it well, or it, not. It's funny that you say that, because when this all started, like I said, and I was homeless, I told my wife, and I, I, we were driving around from job to job, and I was like, you know, I only need about 80, 90 customers to be like repeat customers, call me two times a year, and that's enough to keep us busy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and at this point, we've gotten, uh, we're like, I would say we have about 2000 customers. I'm not even joking. They just like call us at random times and repeat and keep revolving and keep growing. Um, I I want to stay small in a sense, but at the same time I have the ability or have like, I have it a situation where I really feel like I could grow it. Um, You know, starting off homeless, I've been hungry the entire time and I'm still hungry. And my last year, uh, I just did my taxes. I'm like, I haven't even done taxes for the three years I've been in business. That that tells you how long I've been in business. Um, but my my CPA just filed everything. Like all my taxes are actually paid. Like I don't owe Uncle Sam nothing. My, I'm scot free. When I had a nice. huge weight on my shoulder, I thought I was gonna go like jail or something for tax evasion. Right. I didn't, <laughs> you know, I was like, shit. You know, I gotta pay these fuckers. Yeah. But um, you know, I I, I knock. I cleared over 110 grand last year. Just at 110 grand on paper. That's you know, awesome, and I say man. that not to try to get myself in trouble, but you know, sometimes I have customers who tip us cash or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? So right, right. On on paper, we did really good and. My goal is to grow that. I know I can grow it and um, with help, you know, with some qualified helpers and stuff like that, I can teach other people. Yep. And in our market here, you know, there's a million, 1.5 million people between uh, Hillsborough and Pinellas County. You know, again, I used to say 80, 90 people. If I can just get eight or 9,000 people to call me residually every year, I mean, that's yeah. pretty good numbers. They all don't have to be coding jobs. I mean, I right, right. I see a lot of people get like secluded or I just, I can only do coatings now. I'm so fancy that I can only do coatings. Like right. being versatile is going to make you the most money. You know, um, knowing your knowing your market and knowing your own value is going to yeah. increase your product too. Like, well, that's, that's I, I want to get things... more from my time and that's what right. I keep doing. I keep increasing my time and and that's one of the things that, that I, I've spoke about a couple of times, you know, going going to Knox's shop last year and, and learning about his little, um, I, again, I don't even remember what the heck he calls it. I, mean, I, I, I call it a hyper polish. Um, but I mean, instead of doing a one step, you know, he, he was doing a like an actual cut and polish, but they just don't spend time on it doing correction. It's it's I mean, there's, don't think about it. Yeah, I mean, they're throwing like 
M100 on on a microfiber pad and just full send and zipping around the car and then they yep, go back and, and, and polish it out and then they'll they'll throw some little sealant on it. He's like, dude, we do those all day long for 450, 500 bucks somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and, and that's came, and that's what I'm learning. Yeah, honestly, right. And I and I came home now. and I and I started offering that and I started doing that and you know with COVID last year we did better than the year before by like 10 grand, which I thought was awesome, especially being that it was COVID. Um, but when I went, like 35. Nine, yeah. But when I yeah. went back and looked at my coatings for last year, I did 24 coatings last year, con- considering I did like 50 the year before. So I was like, yeah. so yeah. So I'm like, how, like, what did I do? You know that oh, I those did one steps, huh? I apparently so. Oh, but that's that's and see, like, and that's another thing is I've probably done less cars, and it's it's a not I'm not even a joke. Like I've done less cars in 2020, but charged more money for every car, and yeah. that's how I made more money. Like I'm not yeah. joking. And there was people who were like heard my price, and they were an old customer. Like, oh, how could you charge me this price? And I'm like, I'm sorry. How could you expect me to not? Like last time, I gave you a, a, a freaking an amazing detail for eighty to hundred bucks. You know, right. I st- I'm, now I'm paying Uncle Sam. Like, eat every job is you know ran through the business. Like I'm not, yeah. you know, not harboring any kind of cash. I'm I'm keeping it legit. I want. I'm trying to buy a house next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to show Listen, my funds. You're you're gonna get the clients that are like, I get nope. it. I yep. get it. I get it. And then you're gonna get the clients that are like. Well, you know, and, but honestly, like that's, that's not the clients you want anymore. Right. I mean, like I had a bunch of clients that followed me from the car wash because I kind of kept doing things for car wash prices to keep them around. And then when I got to a point to where I I told them like, look, I cannot do this anymore by me doing your car. I'm losing money because I could be doing another car for way more. You know, I sold, I sold a boat. Like, okay. Done. I sold a boat coating for five grand last year, right? And nice. if you would have asked me in 2017 if I thought that I could have sold a boat detail to somebody yeah. for more than a thousand dollars, you know, I'd be like, dude, there's nobody does that. You right. know what I mean? And the and the guy paid me, and he's a repeat customer, and he's like on a monthly maintenance plan, and like so That's it's awesome. even more repeat money. Yeah. You know, just have me detail his parents' boat and stuff. Like, I mean, just a regular detail, nothing special. But you know, yeah, dude, you know, you just never know how it's going to go. And you know, I'm just trying to market myself. Like you just said, you know, you kind of leave some yeah. people behind and that's how I see it. Um, I'm reaching to a different audience now. Um, yep. Not every, like, and everybody's mark is different. Cause I got uh, another person I look up to is a couple people is Brandon Cavender out in uh, I think West Virginia okay. there. And yep. then uh, I talked to Matt Morgan a lot. Matt's a hell of a guy, stand up guy. And everybody's, I say his name because we talk about pricing and stuff like that. And everybody's market is different. You know, if you're yeah. in an area like, let's say, Kentucky, rural Kentucky, where people ain't going to have what Jacksonville or Tampa or Miami oh, right. has, one yeah. of these big county, you know, big, big cities where millions right. of people live, there's a lot more money floating around. So you got to, you know, network to your, you know, your, your audience in a sense. Yep. But, you know, you can still increase your prices and explain to people what they're getting and why it costs what it costs, you know, and if people don't respect that, then like you said, they're not for you, you know, I tell people, look, I'm charging you $1,800 for this coding because I'm going to spend 24 hours labor on it, plus the materials and all the other stuff. And I have the knowledge to know why to do that, you know, and you might just think that I could walk up and slap wax on it and walk away, but I know that it's not what you want and it's not what I want. You know, I'm not going to, you know, not because I want the extra money from you. I'm just trying to explain to you, right. hearing your, your expectations. That's not what you're asking for. Isn't going to be delivered with anything else, but this, you know what I mean? And that's yeah, where you exactly. kind of, 
I've gotten in, I've gotten baseball? into the habit. I I just tell people, listen, it's a it's a we 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 run off of shop hours. I know how many hours it's going to take me to do the car. Yeah. That time shop hours, and I don't I don't tell them what my shop hours are, because yeah. I mean on, honestly, for a ceramic coating job, my shop hours are probably a hundred dollars plus because I'm charging so much for you know if I'm if I'm a two thousand dollar ceramic job, but it only takes me you know. day and a half 15 16 hours or something like that you know i'm obviously well over a hundred dollars an hour yeah but then i might get you know an interior detail that i'm charging 250 300 for that takes me three or four hours so then i'm under a hundred dollars so i don't tell them what right but i try to explain it to them that way you know almost like you know and i kind of try to um connect it with like when you go to have your vehicle worked on right like if you take it to the mechanic shop it's an hourly shop rate yeah plus your parts your parts you know yeah so, no, that's, a, that's what it is right so when i no, and, and i found I've seen other people do that too i've seen other detailers who kind of like they've posted their invoices or something like that yeah and that's I mean, kind of how they structure their yeah hours. i mean i don't break it down like that but that's how i explain it to people why my pricing is so high you know, yeah. or, or, or why they feel my pricing is so high. Um, and it seems to have gotten better response. Um, you know, well, it's just, an educated reply. It's a, it right, makes sense. Right. And so when somebody sits down, when I explain to people pricing and I explain to people why I'm going to like, and I've, I'm very lucky. I, I land nine out of 10 jobs that I get probably because I'm too damn cheap. But, uh, and I tell myself it's because, you know, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but right. I, you know, explain it to people and uh, they will be, you know, teetering between me and somebody else. And I'll explain, listen, you know, I'm going to do, steps a b and c they're probably charging you for steps a and c you know what have you you know and i'm not trying to talk down on them but you know this is what i promise you that i'm going to do for your money and because i'm going about doing things you know the right way in my opinion when people hear me explain my steps and why i'm doing this and why i feel this is necessary they feel like i'm educated enough that they're going with my decision because i sold them on that you know what i mean and i'm a salesman still but i'm also an educated salesman at that point i know what i'm doing and how long it's going to take and why I'm in, and like I said, I'm getting better money every day. That's that's like solid. Can't stress that enough to the next guy who's not getting his money right now, or maybe feels he's like underpaid. That's listening. You know, your podcasts are actually pretty kick ass. So I hope your ship is kind of going up, or your listening is going up. But um, you know, if the guys who are struggling or trying to get there, you know, where I'm, where I feel like I'm at some days, you know, keep pushing, keep knowing your self worth. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna die one day, no shit. So you're giving away time of your life for money that's what you're doing get your money's worth other people are charging 120 you know like you said shop rates you go to any shop in town they're charging anywhere from 80 to 125 bucks an hour oh and they're putting they're putting a 15 dollar an hour guy out there to do that and they probably have three or four of those bays running at one time yep so the shop rates really 500 dollars an hour is what they're making you know what i mean paying out less than 100 in employees right right um you know think about it from a business standpoint if you're going to keep detailing you know and make money you know don't don't quit giving away your time um, like I said, Anthony Carrera was one who told me, you know, very beginning, you're way too cheap. You know, like I said, I don't talk to the guy, but he's not a, he's not an idiot. Like he knows how to make money. People yeah, pay him. Uh, he is. You know he's, I mean? he's, so, he's done a heck of a job, you know I mean? Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, what, like two, two years ago or whatever. I mean, he kind of jumped into that shop and jumped in with car candy and, I mean, he's just kind of, you know, blown up a little bit. So, I mean, he's, he's doing something right. 
Yeah, least. no, I respect him. I mean, I, I didn't uh, try to copy him in a sense, but I, I tried to almost follow his image in a way. Right. Uh, you know, I got the shop set up over in Tampa and I was trying to sell some products and stuff like that. Not to his degree, um, but just some of the Angel Wax products and yeah. some you know, other little things. It's always good to have, yeah, it's always good to have some aftercare. Extra case. flow of revenue. Yeah. Right, um, exactly. But again, it's he he stays stationary and I still run mobile. So my shop, gotcha. uh, my shop is almost kind of pointless to me. Like I, I think I might've told you in the pre-show, but yeah. I'm going to be leaving my shop you know, probably months in or maybe the end of next month. I'm not exactly sure. Um, my landlord's already cool with it, but I'm leaving my shop in Tampa and I'm kind of downgrading to a smaller shop where I don't have this, the the big parking lot and all the fenced in area that I have. Yeah. Now. Um, the deal that I was working just didn't work out for me. And at this point it's just wasted money. You know, I'm spending $2,700 a month on rent before bills, you know, uh, so right. I got like 30, $3,300 a month invested totally and in having that shop. And I'm only there a couple of days a month. Like, that's so a, I'm going to say huge, that's a huge bite out of your, yeah. out of your money, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that, um, you know, I think a lot of guys get into, right. And, and, and gals, um, you know, they, they, they just think, man, I need, I need the big shop. I need the, this, I need the, that, you know, and, and, and they go I crazy. Had a, I had a business plan in mind and it just didn't work out. I definitely, right. I knew what I was getting into was steep. I knew that. And I talked to a few people uh, like Jeremy Conforti and I, we don't talk, I, I don't talk to a lot of people as much as I did, you know, let's say six, eight months ago. I don't no right. reason or a rhyme for it. I don't have no hatred toward nobody. I'm just busy and, you know, trying to make happens. all this stuff work. Yeah. But uh, you know, I was talking to Jeremy Conforti and a couple other people about it. You know, when I first got to shop, they're like, man, that's expensive. That's high price. But I'm, I'm also like, I'm, I'm in the rich neighborhood i'm, I'm gotcha. getting everything that i'm paying for right but i'm just not generating like i get a few leads off google from the people that live nearby that are googling detailers yeah that it's almost paying the rent some months but it's not what i was hoping for i was going to put prints right. out on my lot and sell them and make money off that um you know i work with a marina right around the corner and pretty much there's a dealership there and i was hoping to like put lots out there and if they sold a few boats, maybe I got a percentage. Yeah. If they didn't sell the boats, maybe I could just clean them, you know, and we're right on front street. Right. Um, the coronavirus pandemic fucked all that up. You know, there's yeah. no production. Every boat that they have on the lot right now is sold as soon as it arrives. Like, yeah. you know, for like the next 80 boats. I got into an argument with the owner too. You know what I mean? We got into a few, like two days before Christmas, we got in a little argument. And, uh, you know, so I haven't been doing the work for them like I was before, you know, yeah, I really don't. It's not killing me in a sense because I was bending over backwards for them. And that was a lot of my long nights where I would work all day and they would say, hey, we have two boats that are delivery tomorrow. Can you take care of it? <laughs> yeah. And I, would never, and I would never tell them no. So I'd grab right. fast food and me, my wife and kids, we'd go out there and detail all night long. My kids would oh, run wow. around the parking lot, do what they wanted to do. And, you know, shit, we stayed up late. They didn't care. But uh, so in a sense, it's a burden kind of relieved to where I don't have to stress or put myself in those positions. I wasn't charging him as much as I could have charged him. I thought that we were more friendly than we were. And uh, right. you know, I, I have definitely a stronger business outlook now on, on all relationship fronts, you know, yeah. uh, a lot you, of you can't you... do favors. You can't right. put yourself in a situation where you're cutting your own throat to keep doing favors. They were bringing me work and money, but it, I could have made just as much money, you know, devoted to myself. I, yeah. I feel respectfully. And I appreciate lot, them. A lot of I'm times just... it's, it's live and learn, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to try it out. And I mean, that's, when I left people, the car wash dealership I, work, people know right. dealership work. Right. When I left the car wash, the I, I had a dealership client and, and they took, you know, they said, Hey, we'll, we'll go with you. You leave in the car wash. That's fine. And, and I mean, they were great for me being able to, you know, basically get Have fired, security. Get, right. Get fired from the car wash. Cause I technically got fired because they sold. So 
you know, they had to fire everybody. And then you come back the next day and you get rehired. So I essentially got fired. And then two days later, I've got, you know, 15 cars to do um, from the dealership. Um, And it was, it was nice to get started. um, But it's just like what you said, man, you know, I mean, like you're giving them a deal because of, you know, the, the, um, the quantity, the quality that they're giving you. Um, but yeah, then and eventually you're, you're eventually vulnerable they, at that right and eventually they want a little work. bit more and they want a little bit more and they want a little bit more and you're like okay but it costs more and it costs more and you know but their more is higher than what they want to pay more for right you know and, yeah, it's and never a happy medium right and eventually it came down to you know we just weren't seeing eye to eye on it and he was you know, I think he uh, was absolutely bluffing um, and said, you know, hey, if you guys can't do this, I'll find somebody else. And I was like, all right, cool. See ya. And yeah. his his jaw dropped and he was kind of like, oh, shit. And <laughs> and I, I was gone. I just I, that That's was kinda... a, it was a Friday and I, I started Monday at, at the shop where I'm at now. And, you know, that's how it was. Yeah, that's kind of how things went with my situation in a way, like some shit went south, you know, the company had always been making money on me in a sense, like, let's say I charge $24 a foot, they tell the customer, I don't know their exact numbers, but let's say yeah. 30, 32, right. you know, and uh, they were charging more on some jobs than they probably should have, especially as I started increasing my price on them. Right. I think that they, you know, uh, my quality things. stood for itself. And I started feeling like, you know, all right, look, if I'm doing work for you, the dealership, you know, I'm going to charge you guys this price, whereas yeah. your boats, it's not that bad. They're not really dirty. But now if a customer calls me, I'm not giving you my you, you price no more. I'm charging yeah. the customer my price now. And I think that they kept kind of charging on top still. And a situation came where a customer felt like he overpaid on a boat and some things weren't up to his satisfaction. Typically, and I, I worked for this place for like four years, typically every customer, I'd always go back and I'd have that personal interaction with them. If there's anything they were unhappy with, I fixed it like that. You know, hey, right. I didn't notice that. I overlooked it. I missed it. Right. I meant to, whatever. And I do, you know, and if there's something they're just, you know, haggling me about, I just go ahead and do it for them to right. keep them happy, you know, because it was the dealership's recommendation. But uh, long story short, you know, he I felt disrespected by the people who I thought my friends, you know, I, it was kind of boiling to a point where as soon as he said something negative to me, I took it real personal. And, I, you know, we kind of it escalated from there, you know, right. and I felt again, I felt like I was wrong to feel like our business relationship was anything further than that. We weren't yeah. friends. You know, he I, he didn't know me anything. I don't know him shit, you know, at the end of the day. And, right. uh, you know, again, like I said, I was bitter about it for a short period of time like you know damn that sucks i'm, I'm gonna feel that it's gonna hurt but i i don't like i mean and even when things were slow in january and february i kind of almost accredited it to them but i didn't like at the same time like i didn't yeah. i i was it's like being weaned off the tip but like i didn't really need what they were offering you know i, I right. still can and, generate and my own revenue sometimes it's a blessing in disguise right like yeah. i i have been able to grow exp- you know exponentially by leaving that that dealership or, or firing them so to speak i always say please I, I fired them because they 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 tried some bullshit and i said okay later i'm done um that's kind of i mean i feel like i walked away from the situation they didn't you know i could have i could have made the situation better and kept it going you know right. really but it was you know it was at a point where but a lot of times they'll, they'll feed you a bunch of work that you're happy for but really it's it's preventing you from growing yeah 
you know yeah like i said because there's a lot of times where i would tell i literally i would tell a customer hey oh my kid's sick i gotta go I, on my last job of the day because they called and they said it needed they needed two or three boats done now right. it's wrong to do my other customer like that but i seen yeah. them as you know x amount of money per year let's say forty thousand dollars a year guaranteed right. i don't want to leave them hanging and so i did that for them as like kind of a common courtesy and as like a mutual friendly hey, look i got you back you know what i mean and when it came down to it there was a job that went south one job out of how many you know and yeah I walked in to get paid and he, just the way he initially spoke to me was very disrespectful. And I was just like, you know, look, dude, after all, I, you know, I keep coming out here, I'm working my ass off. I have no help. You know what I mean? And I'm literally out here doing all this stuff myself. Uh, you know, it, I, I don't need your shit. Like, I'm not going to listen. You're not going to talk to me sideways because yeah. whatever, like you can talk to me like a man about it. And I'm cool with that. But it just, it went sideways real fast. And uh, I already have a temper since so those who know me, you know, I'm kind of a hothead sometimes, you know, like I, I'm cool and I'm cool and collected until I, you know, I'm not. And then when right, I'm not, right. you know, um, no offense, like I'm not anymore, but usually like in, in nine out of 10 situations, I don't just walk up to be the hothead. Like never, I don't never just walk up and try to find a problem. Right, but I, won't, yeah. I don't like I'm five foot six, man. I'm not going to be disrespected too much. You know, <laughs> Little guy complex, I guess. I don't know, but uh, you know, I'm not going to be disrespected too much. You know, if you wouldn't talk to somebody else that way, don't talk to me like that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Exactly. And, and I mean, we're treat, all, treat we're others all how you want to be treated. Right. We're all professional. I mean, we should be able yeah. to, to, to handle each other professionally. And yeah. And that's, and that's that, you know? Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, we're like hour and something in. Yeah, man, I've enjoyed uh, talking to you. I mean, yeah, I try to keep these um, relatively, you know, I try to keep them under an hour and a half because after an hour and a half, people stop listening. Um, so <laughs> so right. what we're going to do. I try to catch up on a lot of episodes too, man, especially before getting on here. But, yeah, yeah. No, no, no I appreciate cool. it. I appreciate great. it. Um, so, so what I want to do is, because um, I can't not do them. So we're going to do the, the this or that questions. Um, All right, go ahead. So if you've, if you've heard them before, you probably know them. If you haven't, then cool. Um, so interiors or exteriors? Exteriors. Okay. Uh, Rupes or Flex? Uh, I have Rupes, but I'm going to go with Flex because I'm getting annoyed with my Rupes. <laughs> All right. Um, cleaning windows or washing and folding towels? Uh, washing and folding towels. <laughs> um sun shots or lighted shop shots i, I prefer sun shots <coughs> i think we all do um and light shots i mean i get it everybody needs a light on there but yeah it's just it's the well, same stuff light shots are pretty nice because they they make the, they give the car they give the car more glossier effect but sun shots just, man i don't know though dude like I, I see some of these guys with like the tunnel of lights and then yeah. again not trying to keep like telling everybody that john carlos is the best you know because he, he gets a little heat sometimes in paint assassins but when he pulls them cars out of his building some of them cars just right there at the back of his building look like they're underneath one of them light boots dude they're oh yeah crystally and yep. outside outside definitely has its effect man i'm always chasing that that's what i'm chasing <laughs> with. that's yeah, the effect yeah. that i want my customers to see that kind definitely of for sure wow um all right and since you do both shop or mobile Having a shop for a year, um, you know, I enjoy being in the shop, but mobile is, uh, mobile makes me money in my area right now. I didn't push my shop heavily enough. I never sat down there enough to do it. Um, right. I'm not throwing away my shop. I'm just relocating. So it's yeah. not like it's over yet. Um, but as a as time has gone on so far, I prefer to do mobile. I like being out, going out, you know, interacting with people. 
Right. But I'd probably give me a couple of years, come back to that, and I'll probably prefer a shop because traffic here sucks. <laughs> I hate driving. I'm always angry to have to go somewhere. And I'm always late because right, of traffic. Right. I'm red lights. But um, exactly. as it stands right now, I still love mobile. It's kind of what I started off on. So that's where I, yeah. I dig it the most. But shop some, is more professional. Listen, some some people would rather do that than than be a shop um, deal. Uh, left Twix or right Twix? Uh, I have to go with the Reese's, man. Okay. <laughs> whatever one's closest to the side i opened no no reese's pieces or reese's peanut butter cups reese's cups right, if i was gonna yeah there we go. I mean, let's, listen, i'll take you i'll take either or uh, <laughs> you're right that's cool uh wax or ceramic uh, so look, again it's funny because when i met anthony carrera i thought that ceramic was full of shit you know what i mean and he's like yeah. no you gotta get on this da, 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 da. um ceramic to me all day is better than wax especially if it's properly applied uh, you know, I only have knowledge on a certain amount of companies, but if, if done proper and it's, you know, a, a worthy maker, then ceramic all day, you're going to get what you pay for. Right. Right. Um, and then the last, the final and the most important question of them all, are you team Alex or team Noxie? Oh man, I, I gotta go with Team Alex. Man, Team Noxie hasn't put me on the podcast yet. No, I'm just kidding. Has he been? I haven't met. I have not made it through all the podcasts. Has he been on here yet or not? Yeah, he has. He, he has. Fi- he, yeah, he he finally was. Um, all right, so that's how far I haven't went yet. Yeah, he he was. Uh, uh, we we ended up having him on a "What's on Your Mind" one because Bruno okay. Bruno was like, "I gotta I gotta be a part of that podcast." Like. I can't, I can't listen. I can't listen like everybody else. I got to be a part of it. And then, and then he just sat back and. I, I kept listening to like the first, uh, I don't know, six or eight episodes. And it was always yeah. like, he kept getting bumped for somebody. So I just like him in the back of my head. Yeah. When I didn't hear from you today. I was like, all right, look, I'm getting bumped for Noxie. That's all right. No, it's okay so, if I get bumped for Noxie. It's worth it. So the way that that started out and, I, and I'll retell it. Cause it's been a while since I've talked about it and we've got a, a ton of, new listeners and i don't know if they go back and listen to all the old ones um so the whole thing that and and this the idea came about ever before we we tracked the first episode and and i i ran it past bruno as a you know hey what do you think if i do this kind of deal um so i kind of stole it from jimmy kimmel uh jimmy kimmel used to have the deal with matt damon you know, where he was like, sorry, Matt Damon, we didn't get to you, you know, we'll get to you next time. And and it was just like the running gag, like, you know, for, yeah, forever, for, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. however many years, you know, and then Matt Damon would always try to like break onto the set. And um, so I was like, I want to do that with Noxie. Like, I just want to make it like Noxie's never, like, we're always bumping him. He, he Something happened. Like, so, so it's, it, it started out of the gate pretty good by like episode, I think five or six or something like that. People were like, all right, dude, uh, we kind of get it. You know, Doxy's not going to be on there. It's not funny anymore or whatever. Um, so then I, so then I stopped, I, I, by like episode seven or eight, I stopped doing the, you know, yeah, I, I noticed yeah, you weren't, yeah, you weren't doing it. Yeah. Anymore, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, apparently everybody thought it wasn't funny anymore. Um, ah, screw them. Listen, if it's an inside yeah. joke between you and him, <laughs> yeah. it works. You know what I mean? Um, they don't all got to laugh. Yeah, but um, I mean, credit to Knox, man. Um, you know, he's his, a hell of a detailer too, man. He, like, so yeah. there's a lot of guys that we, I, mean, I didn't mention today that I definitely respect right. and admire. He's yeah. he's a hell of a detailer. She's all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, favorite. no, no. Listen, man. I mean, Knox's. <laughs> you know, he, a lot of times he won't admit it, but he's he's got nothing for love, but love for me. I got nothing but love for him. Um, 
you know, and he wanted me to succeed on my own. So, to, you know, kind of, so to speak, you know, he didn't want to jump on. Um, he wanted to make sure that I was, and, and he mentioned in the podcast when we, when we talked to him, um, you know, so many people in this industry or, or just in general say they're going to do something and then they do it for a little bit and then, you know, it goes wherever. Um, so that and was another, beef. that that's was my beef with some other detailers that I've come encounter with. And that's why I try to stay to myself is because other people have said things that they were going to do or promised things or right. they acted like they did something for me. And that's when I started kind of like backing yeah. away from people like, hold on now, I, I've done everything I've done to myself and for myself, you know, right. that's why I have a hard time asking questions because people want to make you feel like you're stupid for not knowing but then don't want to tell you because it's like private information or something yeah, like that those, those people are garbage i guess um but no he you know he wanted me to succeed on my own he wanted to make sure that i was going to to, to follow through with it um and then he got busy you know we we started rolling with the podcast i felt like i didn't need to bring him on um you know we were we were getting plenty of guests um so when the time was right the time was right you know and then then he was then it was kind of funny because then he was kind of almost begging um you know he's like when are we gonna do it when are we gonna do it and I'm like uh I don't know like you know we'll do it uh you know so so I, we finally kind of hammered it down and then Jason's like I gotta be a part of it like I can't you know I, I can't wait to listen to it I want to be a part of it right. um so I mean it was a pretty good episode I mean he he just ripped me for about I don't know I think I think it was a 45 minute hour long episode I think he ripped me for about 75% of it and then like 15% of it he was you know hugs and kisses and all that fun stuff um, that's awesome I'll get there I'm, I'm catching yeah. up yeah yeah it's uh it, it was in yeah, I started from the beginning and started listening from there and yeah 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 so you I gotta when yeah. I'm working sometimes and have to go back yeah, and read so, half an episode so that was so we did that not too long back so it was this season so it would be one of the what's on your mind episodes in season three um so yeah so if you're listening to them in 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 order you still got some time to go because you still yeah. gotta go all the way through season two um before well, but... i'm happy that it's going so well for you I, i'm Thank actually you, like I, I enjoy it and i appreciate it because it lets us yeah. kind of get to know other guys get to know everybody's little stories not listen that, man that's that's stories, exactly so. that's exactly what i wanted to do it for man i wanted i wanted it to be you know a thing for me to learn about you know guys and girls that 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 i look up to or think do amazing work or you know have an interesting story um and it's kind of given everybody else that um and i mean thankfully we've just gotten a lot of love from the industry um you know from the the no namers i i kind of you know i mean i hate to say it but i mean I, you know i feel like yeah. i'm an i feel like i'm a I'm no namer so guy yeah, i'm um, a no namer bro like i'm honored to be on your show because I, right. I know some of the names you know, on your show were high and then there, and then we've got nobody. some <laughs> some huge names i mean we were able to to kind of have the scoop on the oberk um with david patterson leaving lake country go to oberk and we had had him and chris on like i mean david left lake country on a friday started with oberk on a monday and we had both of them on the podcast on tuesday night you know i mean i felt like that was a that was a huge opportunity for us with you know kind of a, a scoop in the industry um and have both those guys on there and and talk about you know that situation and what was going on with oberk and where oberk was going to be moving towards in the future so 
I mean, hopefully we'll get more opportunities for stuff like that down the road, like people, you know, and, and not necessarily people leaving companies, but maybe, you know, companies have got some cool shit coming out, they you want know, to release and talk right, about you know, it on your show. Yeah. And they want to come and talk about it on the show. Um, yeah. No, so, I say you're definitely onto something, man. This can grow. I yeah. mean, this is, it's cool to watch it grow. I mean, I feel yeah. like watching like pain assassins grow. And I think that's kind of what all of us detailers are really doing with <laughs> each other is watching each other grow. Oh, yeah. You know, don't hate on the next guy because he's growing, you know, congratulate, right. you know, try to be exactly. a, you know, a, a fan, all, if anything, because right. there's already enough haters out there, you know, be oh, a fan yeah. and help each other grow. And, I, and I'll tell you what, man, with you saying that we'll, we'll end it there and I'll, and I'll drop it with the line, man. The, the whole, the whole point of this is, is to have a lot more shine and a, a lot less shade, you know? And yeah, the way that that goes in this industry is not only let's make cars nice and shiny, but you know, let's, let's support each other and, you know, stop putting each other down. Um, you know, that was one of the things Vincent asked me the other night in the uh, birthday episode, you know, if, if, if there was one thing in this industry, I could change, what would it be? And, and my, my answer was, you know, give her to the egos. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, I, I respect it, man. For sure. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I know you kind of rushed home from work and all that stuff. It's, uh, I know it's pushing 930 here, our time. Um, yeah. So I'm going to let you go spend some time with the the, the kids and the, the wife. And um, I appreciate you, you know, um, kind of jumping in. I know it was kind of last minute. Like I said, we were trying to fill a spot that somebody else had vacated. And uh, no, I'm glad to do it, man. But, I'm, sure. but I'm, I'm glad, man. I think you had a really cool story and, and um you know, I hope some people get some inspiration from what you've been able to do, you know, with, with your situation. So. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's an ongoing saga. It's not over, man. So stay tuned. Uh, you know, yeah. if you love me or hate me either way, stay tuned. Cause it's going to, it's going to keep going. That's for sure. I'm not giving up yet. So there you go, man. So, all right, buddy. Well, I'll talk to you later, man. You have a great night. I appreciate it once again. Hey, Amen. All right. Appreciate you guys. Have a great one. Thank you. Thanks, man. Bye.